It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also get us, catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. And if you follow me on social media, on Facebook, Rob O'Donnell at Facebook, you know, I put the link on how you can get the app, how you could just scan it. Go right to the Apple or Google Play Store to get your uh, connection to the app. You download it. It's free. You can get your favorite uh, station wherever you want to get it, when you, whenever you want to get it, wherever. It's uh, 3-9 here, and it sounded like some rain was hitting the building a little while ago, but 50, uh, 56 degrees and rainy here in Pittston. Seemed to be breaking up a little sun, little rain, little sun, little rain this morning. But uh, how are you doing on this Monday, October 16th, 2023? The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. So I'll get back to the question. How are you doing on this Monday, October 16th? How was your weekend? Hopefully you did some things uh, that you wanted to get done. I was able to squeeze in my... My fall chores that are long overdue, a little bit. Got most of them in. It started raining on me as I was at the tail end of cutting the grass. But I was able to winterize and cover the pool, which is probably uh, probably one of the main things. But, uh, you know, if you get those memories on, on Facebook, on your social, uh, social media, where it tells you, you know, what happened the previous years on this day, well, three of those, those memories came up with snow on the ground here in northeast Pennsylvania. I don't want to say that word too loud, but... Just know that I think it was 2009, 2012, and there was another year in there that had some snow on the ground, up by me anyway. Not a lot, just enough to uh, you know take a picture of the white stuff covering covering the ground. But uh, yeah, the, the pool water was kind of cold trying to winterize it, getting my hands in the pool to put the plugs in and do what you need to do and vacuum it and clean it out and get it ready. You know, the the chores of being a pool owner. But uh, we get a lot of enjoyment out of it, so it was good. Usually I try and get it done a lot earlier, you know, with just the weekends being busy. Couldn't do it, and then Saturday was kind of a washout. So Sunday, uh, you know, got it done. Got most of the grass cut. I would say I got 80% of my grass cut. Uh, what wasn't cut, you know, I can get to another time. It's really not a big deal, but was able to get at least the front portion around the house and what most people can see back by my my orchard. I have a fruit orchard of about 14 different fruit trees from pears to all kinds of different kinds of apples to plums to my blueberry patch and uh, blackberries and everything else back there. But I I wasn't able to get back there, but I'm sure uh, the deer will knock that down this year. And hopefully you were able to get whatever you want done. I know a lot of our local orchards and wineries and and restaurants and everything have their fall fall festivities going on. I saw a lot of uh, Places up near us, uh, all around northeast Pennsylvania, had some live music. Even with the rain, they were able to put some more tables under cover. And there's a bunch of them like that. It's one of the reasons I love living in northeast Pennsylvania. Just the plethora of things to do. Um, They've really transformed that Lakeland Orchard, Robas, Lakeland Orchard, whatever it is called now up by me, to where, man, has that become a tourist attraction? I mean, that parking lot's full. It's lit up like Disneyland. It's uh, crazy up there. And then you have... uh, also up by me, Reaper's Revenge and such like that. So it gets, gets crowded this time of year. And I understand that they kind of cram in their whole annual take for a business in these couple of months. But, uh, man, they're really packing them in up there. So if that's any 
any uh, sign of how this uh, Halloween's going to go. It uh, looks like it's going to be a good one. And they say the average person's going to spend hundreds of dollars on uh, Halloween. I don't know if I've ever spent hundreds of dollars on Halloween. You know, and even with three kids, you know, costumes, you know, some candy. But a couple hundred dollars, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But they expect a, a record spending for Halloween. And I had to put my cursory advisory on my social media that uh, Christmas does not start until Santa Claus goes past 34th Street and walks into Macy's on Thanksgiving Day about noon. That's the official start of Christmas. I understand the retailers want to push it. I understand there's people out there with their decorations who want to push it. But come on, give us a break. We have Halloween. We have Thanksgiving, and then you could start your Christmas. You have plenty of time. No need to rush that through. And it's funny because I have good friends who are perpetual Christmas celebrators who harass me when I put stuff like that out. But am, am I wrong? Is it not the way it, it is? I mean, come on. That's, that's when the Christmas season begins, that holiday season for, for that. You know, it was Thanksgiving, you know, when, when Santa Claus walks by, drives by Macy on his horse and sleigh. At least that's the way I always saw it. So uh, that's what I'm sticking to. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Um, getting some text messages already. What happened to 1300 AM in Hazleton? Well, 1300 AM has now been married to the new 102.3 La Mega, Odyssey's new Spanish-speaking top 40 station here in Northeast Pennsylvania. So... Um, I'm sorry to say that 1300 AM is no longer WILK, but if you're hearing me, you get me somehow. So it's either on 103.1, 910, 980, or the app. And I understand that the Hazleton does not get the FM signal too well. The 980 is kind of scratchy. So I, that's why I'm encouraging you guys to, who have been uh, who have been dedicated listeners in the Hazleton area to uh, get that Odyssey app. You can hear us anywhere, you know. I know a lot of people are technically challenged when it comes to that sort of thing. It's not that hard, but I understand, you know, a lot of people don't even have smartphones. You know, I know I have friends of mine who still have the flip phone and refuse to get into that, uh, you know, little supercomputer in our pockets, which is a good thing for them. It's a good thing. More of us should think to do that. So, uh, you know, that's where that, and it says we don't receive the 980 AM or the 103 signal here. And it asked who made that decision. Well, that was above a decision above the WILK uh, staff and especially us on our, on air here. So all I can do is uh, welcome La Mega to the Odyssey family here in Northeast Pennsylvania and encourage you guys who listen to WILK News Radio to get that Odyssey app. You can listen anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world on the Odyssey app. And again, I, I've... I've put a screenshot on my social media, Rob O'Donnell on Facebook, where you can just scan the code and it'll bring you right to the app store where you can download the, the Odyssey app. I'm thinking about make, maybe making a video to show you how easy it, it is to use and posting it on my social media as well. Because uh, you know what? I, I don't want you guys going anywhere. I appreciate I see you guys in Hazleton 
and I want to ensure that you guys can hear me still. So uh, somebody said Christmas starts at noon on Christmas Eve, Rob. LOL. Yep. Just looking through some text messages that are coming in. Well, the, the, you know, there's a lot that we want to get to today. I'm kind of a little bit, I wasn't feeling well starting about 6 o'clock last night. Not cold sick or anything like that. More of a, you know, my heart decided to uh, to uh, kind of not get in rhythm for a while. You know, some of us call it AFib, I guess. So uh, I've been dealing with that. Uh, thankfully, it stopped about 1 o'clock, about noon, noonish 1 o'clock today. So, uh, you know, I've kind of been taking it easy today. I'm kind of not feeling 100%, but I'm not feeling bad because once it goes back into its normal rhythm, which I can normally do on my own, something that I've, you know, had surgeries for in the past is something I deal with from time to time. And, and it was just strange. This time it was really caused by nothing. Usually when I do uh, beat myself up a little bit, you know, it kind of sends it into a tizzy. But this time it really just happened for nothing. So uh, you'd bear with, bear with me. It might be a little little slower today. Might be a little more laid back today than I normally am, but uh, that's just the way it, it is. But some some news that's going on around here is uh, hopefully sooner or later this week the adults will take charge of the room in our nation's capital as far as the GOP and choosing a Speaker of the House. It, it's almost and, and I saw a couple of articles on it. It's almost like they don't want to be the majority party. They've become so accustomed to being the opposition party that that's all they know how to do. And they better get their act together because uh, it's just not not happening with what they're doing. They're really letting letting conservatives down. They're letting Republicans down. They're letting the nation down by not letting the business take place there and what's going on you know we could touch base uh, i really got nothing planned on it for the trump gag order that was placed by the judge in his case now i saw a lot of posts on social media a lot of pundits saying that uh you know uh they're violating his first amendment rights they're doing this they're doing that first of all this gag order is probably one of the best things they could do for donald trump for himself now, you, you could be on either side of that, but by limiting him to put his foot in his mouth, which he often does when it comes to situations like this, this is probably for the better as far as his defense goes, as far as him trying to fly under the radar during this trial. He's going to do nothing but get himself in trouble. So this gag order, I understand the implications of it. I understand the arguments. I understand the viewpoints. But consider Donald Trump. Consider what he's done as far as posting things on social media and how he's made things worse for himself by those comments. This is probably not a bad thing as far as him and his defense team defending himself. As a matter of fact, even though his defense team fought this, they're probably taking a sigh of relief when it comes to uh, telling him to, to not attack the judge, the the prosecutors, the the jury or or anybody in relation to that. It's a narrow-scoped gag order. But come on, if you're going to be 100% honest with yourself, it is probably for the best as far as his defense goes. You know, it was also a week where comments that Donald Trump makes was not in 
his best light. You know, he said some pretty egregious things about Israel as far as this attack. Said some stupid things, which is not uncommon for him. And again, that's why a lot of people like him. He speaks his mind. He says what he says. But there's times for that and there's times not for that. And, you know, if you're not willing to say the things he said in regards to uh, these attacks in Israel and Israel's preparedness, we're just uncalled for. So, you know, I want to put that out there. But all that said, you look at recent polls that were put out today, and Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden in at least the polls that came out today almost everywhere, including Pennsylvania. So are things so bad to where the people that say they would never support a Donald Trump again saying to themselves and saying to their families and saying to their neighbors, we obviously can't live like this anymore either under a Biden administration and what they've taken us down. So it's going to be interesting to see. It's a long road. Believe me, it is. And I want to see a full GOP debate as we move forward. And we'll see where, where those, those uh, that takes us as far as that goes. We're going to talk about a bunch of other things today, especially uh, some local news. I got access to the local news again, so we could talk about the local news again. It's 322 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Tesla stock is up 1.31. Let's see if we can get the weather now. 50, uh, 57 degrees with rain off and on here at the station in Pittston. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones now. We have... Uh, David from Bloomsburg. Dave, how are you today? Oh, maintaining today. No better, no worse. Trying <laughs> to plug along. I hear you. That's where about I'm at. So. so, One, Hamas has been planning this for two years, their attack on Israel. And the proof is the re-release of a news study or a news report from two years ago in 2021 when the EU paid and installed water lines in the Gaza Strips, fresh water lines. And after they were completed, Hamas went in, tore up the water lines, and used them to make rocket launchers because it's a high-premium steel to be buried for 50 or 60 years. So this has been planned for years. It just shows the evilness that they would deprive fresh water and clean water to their own people of Palestine and in preparation for attack on Israel. You know what, David? It even gets worse than that today because the U.N. this morning posted that their outpost was raided of medical supplies and and equipment by the the Hamas. And then they took their post down because it was critical of Hamas stealing humanitarian aid from the Palestinian people. So the U.N. actually took that post down, even though they have surveillance video of the trucks coming to remove the medical supplies and humanitarian aid from a U.N. outpost to use for the Hamas troopers. There's a saying, you reap what you sow. And these people, I'm sorry. The Gaza Strip was turned over to the Palestinian people in 2005, mysteriously, miraculously, or whatever means Hamas was elected the governing body in 2007, and it's been a downhill spiral ever since. They're actually saying there was never an attack on Israel this morning over there was reported in some of the European countries. We never attacked Israel. They started it with us. If they would just let Israel be at peace, 
and they rule their country or run their country for the best of the people's ability, there would be peace in the Middle East. There wouldn't be this tyrant going on. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because you talk about the election and the takeover of Hamas in the Gaza Strip and and the the faction from the PLO, the the Palestinian Liberation Army. Uh, They actually fought each other for control, and that's why you have... um, the, the the Gaza Strip different than under different rule and and this happening there where it's not happening where the PLO is in charge of their their region in in central uh, Israel. You know, it, it, it's amazing how they are sacrificing their own people and the evil where they behead and burn babies and toddlers that they have locked in cages. They raping seventy five and eight year old women and then killing them and laughing about it and posting on social media. These are truly evil people. You know, they're the devil's consorts. You know, there's no other way to describe them. Yeah, and you know? and they are using, I mean, there's a lot, this this is a war. You will We will see propaganda on all sides. I believe some things have been exaggerated, but the, the death of babies, the death of elderly has not been. That's one of the things that have not been uh exaggerated or used as propaganda, although some want to use it to that now. And again, the, the Hamas government is is the duly elected in 2007, mostly by force of the Palestinian people. And, and their way out of this is to rise up with the Israeli forces to remove Hamas from the area. And then maybe one day down the road they can live. But if they've shown the schools, they've shown the upbringing in, in the Palestine region, especially in Gaza, where they are taught from a very young age to vehemently hate the Israelis, and that that's gonna that's generational. That's gonna take a, a while to uh, to change if it ever does. I mean, here's a region that's been at war for a, a quite a long time. David, I appreciate you checking in. All right, be safe. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, it's we've seen now the videos of them taking their these water lines to make to make rocket launches and make missiles out of them uh we've seen the pictures today and yesterday they came out of the the weapon stores they've had the good thing out of seeing all those weapons laid out on the floor is they were not the advanced type weapons from other countries that we were afraid they might have had they were mostly homemade now mind you hamas has a very top of the line industrial complex in Palestine working underground to make these munitions, to make these things, to make these bullets, to make weapons. Uh, they have agreements with Russia to make Kalashnikov rifles. They have agreements on specs to make the bullets for these things. Um, their whole purpose to being is, is to rid the world of Israel. And the fear is, and again, yes, there are innocent people, there are innocent kids, that are being used as human shields by Hamas. Hamas is the one to blame for this. Every time they've pulled back, every time they've withdrawed and adhered to an international request for ceasefire, a couple of years happen and then this starts again. I don't think that's going to happen this time. And and believe me, the last thing anyone wants is door-to-door combat in an urban environment such as the Gaza Strip. It's going to be uh, incredibly devastating for loss of human life on both sides, on all sides. And the longer this goes on, the longer you have outside entities like Iran, like Lebanon, like Hezbollah, to throw their hat in the ring and get involved with this, which in turn then gets us involved, and we don't need that right, right now. 
It's uh, 3.32 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. And you got a text message. I wonder what life would be like in Gaza if the hundreds of millions or billions Hamas has spent on arms had been spent on water, power, housing, and jobs. Amen. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you can go through the history of the region known as Palestine. Palestine has never been a nation. It's a region. If you go through the history of that region, it has passed hands so many times for them to say that this is their rightful land is just not the case. Not the case. You can go through the Byzantine Empire. You can go through Judea. You can go through the Roman Empire. You can go, I mean, there was, there was 30 levels of who's been in that land. But when you start off with that, it was the land of Judea. And again, I there was a history teacher that actually posted the entire history of that region. I'm not going to go through it uh, here on the air, but you can find that on my social media and Facebook as well on Rob O'Donnell. Let's go to uh, the phones. We have uh, Luciano from Luzerne County. Luciano, how are you doing this week? Thank you for taking my call, Rob. I'm okay, but... Uh... The Eagles lost, but that's okay. That's no big deal. But but they'll they'll be back. Um, I want to talk about talk about Ocasio uh, from New York, where you were born. Uh, Ocasio says some distorted, perverted information that I need to uh, speak on, if you don't mind. Sure. She says that Colombia is right next to, yes, you know, it's right next door to Venezuela. Now, the Venezuelans are given permission by the Colombiano government, yes, but they do not allow them to stay in Colombia. The Colombian government has told the Venezolanos that you must only stay for a short time. We will, we will make it extremely difficult for you to stay there. Ocasio was saying that they're allowing them to stay there. No, the Colombian government has stated to them, you're not welcome. You're, you're welcome for, for two or three days, but you must go to the United States. You must not stay in Colombiano. Ocasio made it she sounds, and I, I could see through her deception. She said that the Colombiano openly uh, embraced the Venezolanos. That's an absolute lie. And, and they're just passing through, and they'll give them food, and that's a lie. And, and by the way, uh, have you heard this? I, I was born in Philly. They say there's Philly, there's Pittsburgh, and then there's Alabama. And uh, uh, you know what that implies. Uh, Donald Trump, I'm going to hold my nose. And, and vote for Donald Trump. I think he will take Pennsylvania. He he probably is the only one available. He is the only one available for us. Uh, DeSantis is not going to make it, unfortunately. And and one last comment. You can answer this. These twenty one or twenty two Arab countries that surround Israel. Uh, why aren't they? they uh, the Egyptian government has stated, unless it's changed Sunday, that they will not allow any. Palestinian Palestinians, with the exception of Palestinian uh, Americans or other foreigners, to enter Egypt, they have put a barrier, a border, to to not allow the a million or two million of Palestinians to cross over to Egypt because they stated that they do have they're overloaded with refugees and and. Why don't they play the Democrats play the race card with them? These are Muslims. These are Arab countries. And Egypt is saying no to the Palestinians, Rob. You bring up I'll, a great point I'll, there. Ahead, you bring I'll up a quiet. great point there, Luciano, because there's not a single Arab nation that wants to take in Palestinian refugees. Egypt has said openly they do not want the mess that is in Palestine, be it with the Hamas, be it with their re- re- revolting and such, to come to their, their, their streets. So they refuse to allow them in. Their defense minister said today that the 
reason they will not open it up to the Palestinians is because they don't want the mess that is known as Palestine to come into and infect Egypt. They've said that publicly. And when you're speaking about Ocasio-Cortez, I talked about this last week where she said Colombia has taken more refugees from Venezuela than America has. Yeah, of course they have because it's on the way to America. They are passing That's through. All. They yes, are passing through. Right. Colombia has told Colombia has told them, yes, we will give you passage through Colombia, but you better be on your way out the other side. And that's how they get to America. They go and pursue through Central America. I've visited, I've been to both Venezuela and Colombia many times. I know the area yeah. pretty well. I've spent uh, yeah. you know a couple of weeks in Caracas before it was under socialism rule. I spent a couple of yeah. weeks in Bogota and Cartagena. I know the area very well. I know the, the transit there very well. It's uh, it's disingenuous. It's it's lies on her part to try and justify what she knows is wrong. Yes, and she's and one last comment: Israel will win. There's no doubt. It's like comparing a domestic cat fighting a full-grown tiger. Israel will win, and Israel will tell every is telling everyone: mind your own business. We will take care of business, and there's no way that Israel will lose. Historically, they will not lose. They will win, and they will stop when they want to stop. Netanyahu will stop when he wants to stop. Unfortunately, he will he'll be gone next year because they're, they're going to brand him as a. Yeah, they're, they're after him. But thank you, Rob. Take care. Thank brother. you, Lujana. You have a great week, thank my you. friend. Uh, and, and he brings up a lot of great points. You know, I, I, I want to bring those things out there. Just different ends of the spectrum. But yes, last week, the beginning of, of last week, when uh, Ocasio-Cortez was talking about, you know, the, the, the migrant surge into America, she's like, well, other countries in South America are taking their fair share. Why wouldn't America do it? And she tried to use that as an explanation, be it Colombia. And uh you know, the numbers are correct. That many are going through Colombia because you have to transfer through Colombia to get to anywhere else north of there. So obviously they're taking more initially, but their their agreement with the Venezuelans coming through is we will give you passage, but you're not staying. You're on your way up through Central America into America. And that's what we've seen there. So again, you know, she gives a portion of the truth to fit her agenda and moves on. It's 344 here on WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in a minute. WILK News Radio, driven by Sherwood Chevrolet, Buick, GMC. and Talked about this earlier where it said Halloween spending is expected to hit a record high. Consumers are projected to spend $12.2 billion, up from $10.6 billion last year. Wait a minute. We're, we're spending $12.2 billion on Halloween? Additionally, 73% of people will participate in Halloween-related activities this year, up from 69% in 2022. 73% take place in, uh, take, uh, participate in Halloween-related activities. That's a lot of people, but $12.2 billion? That's a lot of expendable cash out there to, uh, to throw out there for Halloween. You know, I understand that uh, a lot of companies, a lot of small businesses, especially in that field, depend on it. Adult costumes are expected to increase 18% to $2 billion. $12 billion spend this year, they expect, on Halloween. Man, wow. Got some text messages saying Halloween's becoming a more and more adult holiday, and people are decorating just as much as they do for Christmas. I've seen it. You're definitely right. I, I mean, I have some friends who went all out. It's just never been a never been a big thing for for me, I guess. I mean, my kids all went trick or treating when they were younger, 
and such. I, I got an actual good story about trick-or-treating when my kids were younger when I lived on Long Island. But a little closer to home here, we talked about that uh, West, West Pittston Town Council who was not going to let them close the road for the safety of trick-or-treaters because of uh, they didn't the families there didn't take out insurance coverage to close out the street like block parties normally do if they have whole block yard sales or stuff like that. Where this was more of a public safety issue. There's more kids. I mean, they expect anywhere between 1,500 and 2,500 from the reports that I've seen. It's a very nice area of West, West Pittston and, you know, has the older houses real conducive to decorating for Halloween for trick-or-treating. And I guess it's getting bigger and bigger each year. Over on uh, in West Pittston on Delaware Avenue, it will be closed to ensure everyone's safety as hordes of trick-or-treaters seek candy and thrills on Halloween, Borough Mayor Angelo Alfano said. So it looks like they, this has come to some kind of a, a arrangement. It's not a 100% done deal, but it looks like it's getting there. The dispute over whether borough officials would authorize the closure of Delaware Avenue, perhaps the most popular trick-or-treating spot in the region, appears to be resolved through the generosity of a local businessman, Rob Brashanahan, Alfano said. Brashanahan, president and CEO of Kualchik Construction in Exeter, offered to pay for the special event insurance coverage to ensure the road closer will turn Halloween Town into a monster mash that could attract thousands, the mayor said. Uh, this this business will all, also be providing tower lights to help light the street for the safety of everyone. West Pittston Borough Council declined to authorize the request for road, road closure last week with uh, the council majority citing lack of insurance coverage. Council later approved the motion to allow the closure if those involved in Halloween Town obtain insurance. It's a standard practice for groups who request a street closure for events such as block parties to take out an insurance policy, they said. I, and I get that. I, I get if you're having a block party, if you're closing off that street for the residents on that block to have a party, if you are having a community yard sale where everyone on that block is going to be setting up in the street to sell you know, their stuff at a yard sale, I get it there. But to close the street down for safety reasons by simply saying, hey, we're not going to have any events in the street. There's just too many kids on this block for cars to safely come down there. I think it's a different animal. I think it's a different – I think common sense should have prevailed. The mere fact that it went down this road is just outrageous to begin with. It shows that you know a lot of our elected officials, uh, officials as a matter of fact, most of them have lacked common sense. They check it at the door when they take these positions. Thankfully – it was able to rise where you know a business owner in the area said, you know what, I'll take care of this. We'll make sure it's right for everyone. And, and that's the whole purpose, right? The, you know, the, these town councils, these boroughs, these, they want their communities to have community involvement. They want this, you know, inclusive aura that, you know, everybody gets along, everybody does the right thing, everybody's a enjoyable community to live in, it's an enjoyable community to work in or visit. And then they do stuff like this, which is totally the opposite of that. And I understand looking out for the financial well-being of the borough. This just wasn't that opportunity. This is you overstepping your authority, thinking that you you want to stick your nose in something that was quite simply, 
hey, this is a public safety issue. We're going to leave it to the police department and the mayor to close that street if they seem fit during that evening. End of story. That's as simple as this needed to be. The second it was brought up, this town council should have said, hey, we're not going to make a decision on this. We're going to table your motion. We hear the community's uh, request to close the street, but I'm going to defer to the police chief in this area to say that, you know, if you see fit to close that street, you close it based on the public safety call at that time. End of story. It's done. But, no, we had to go through this, read an article how they denied this, how they were going to ruin Halloween, and now, thankfully, happy ending at the end where uh, a business comes, steps forward, and uh, does the right thing. And uh, not only, like I said, is he getting the insurance policy, but he is also will provide overhead lighting towers and signage to ensure the safe community celebration for anyone, especially children. I applaud the small business who did this, and uh, hopefully the West Pittston Town Council saw what they did wrong here.